broadcasting from everyone's music school and at the Tannery Art Center in Santa Cruz, California. Welcome to Speak for Change podcast. I'm your host, Thomas Stage Pedersen. Our mission is to inspire and promote positive change in the arts, personal development, culture, business, and politics in our local and global communities. If you would like to support us, you can become a member for as low as $2 a month and have access to exclusive content, member-only podcasts, early access to episodes, and access to a member-only like-minded community, and there's so much more. All right. So today, I just want to kind of touch base on what just happened yesterday at the Capitol. Um, If any of you follow me on Facebook, as you know, I, I have probably posted a billion memes, articles, you know, tons of, cause I am just, I'm, you know, I'm going to be honest. I'm kind of in shock still a bit about what I just saw happen in America. You know, I studied political science and, you know, I, I studied uh, science, political science around, you know, the, the world and you don't you don't see this kind of things in America this kind of coups and revolts happening and you know i'm just going to go right to the point you know if these were black lives matter protesters that acted this way this would be a completely different narrative happening on the public media stream um, those protests would have turned violent, way more violent. Uh, I was so amazed about how lax the law enforcement was during this, <laughs> this, uh, coup. I'm going to call it a coup for now on. I was just uh, amazed. Um, they were taking selfies with police officers. Police officers were barely even pushing back. I just have images in my head of, protests in Portland where police were just beating and beating on people with batons, just blooding them up. This protest seems so bizarre to me, right? The, the lack of the, the, they have suddenly, they suddenly have this restraint (laughs) and this uh, somehow fear. uh, I don't know what it is of them just not doing it. Sure. People got injured and died during this. But if this was BIPOC community, Black Lives Matters protesters, this would have been catastrophic. And this just shows what white privilege is in this society. This, was, this just shows what this is. In, in plain as day, you know, I felt disgusted yesterday. I can't, it's hard for me to, uh, I work right now. You know, it's hard for me to go to my normal day job, which is teaching kids music. Um, it, I, I feel just overwhelmed. And, you know, I keep hearing a lot of weird sentiments. So I hear the normal sentiments from my, my own group, right? So, you know, we're always surrounded by our own peers. My own group of people are like, you know, this is disgusting. The same things I'm telling you right now, you know, like all the different angles of how this is just showing right privilege on a grand scale 
about how showing the disgust of how words matter from our president, right? From leadership, how leadership does matter. And how a president who has been constantly promoting this kind of behavior, this is the result. And it's not the it's not going to be the end. You know, I have my moderate Republican friends coming to tell me, hey, like this is minority minority group. Okay. They don't represent us. All right. And, you know, this is just a one shoot. It's not going to go anywhere. You know, and I'm, I'm <laughs> let me tell you, I think that's bullshit. You know, you know why I think it's bullshit is because you lost that. You lost that battle to say that this is not the Republican Party, that this is only a minority of the Republican Party. When your president, when the Republican senators and representatives have let this president say and do whatever the hell he wants without any consequences whatsoever. You lost that. You know, if you don't like it, you should have spoke up about it. If you didn't like how he was talking, you should have spoke up about it instead of defending him at every turn. When he says racist things, when he has said disgusting things, you should have stood up and said something and had some integrity. You shouldn't have balanced your views of religion or your cultural background and say, oh, well, that's just, he's just saying those things because his words matter and we clearly see that today. So don't tell me that this isn't the Republican Party. This isn't what I signed up for. Get a new party. Until our system of government changes, your senators, your representatives in our democracy have let him do whatever he wants and have given him the Republican Party. There's no room to save face now. So that being said, another thing I hear is, oh, I don't really listen to the news and I like to stay out of it. I, I can't really make, I can't really change the results of what just happened. <laughs> And so I'm not going to say anything about it. Now, I think that's a cop out. I think politics affects us on a, on a everyday level. I think doesn't matter who you are, it affects you. You know, if you want to sit there and put your head in the sand and pretend all is good and live your life, that is a privileged stance because people who are in the BIPOC community, they need to fight. People who are in minorities, they need to fight. They need to be political. They don't have the luxury of going away because things do not change by people putting their heads in the sand. And if you feel like you don't have a voice, that is bullshit too. As this protest has shown us, your voice matters. So if you disagree with what has happened, say something. Talk about it. Argue about it. I don't care. Just don't stick your hand in the sand and discredit all of us who are speaking up and sharing this content because it is something that is important for us to learn and understand about ourselves as a community, as a country. 
So there's no room to just hide away. Sure, get stillness, right? Get peace within yourself, but look at the reality. Look at what you can do as an individual in this society to participate. You know, look at what you have and what you can do. If you have a platform, use that platform to make positive change in the world. If you work at a job where you just make coffee for people, you know, or you just or you just do mundane tasks, figure out what you can do with that. Do you have friends you talk with? Make sure you speak up about your integrity, your beliefs about what is happening. And be open to learning new things, right? And this is good advice for everybody, but especially those who still condone this type of behavior. Just yesterday, or just today, this morning, I heard a comment from extended family member of mine that their kid was in a political science class yesterday and their teacher white teacher told this class that this is a minority group of people and that the response by law enforcement was appropriate because african-american people tend to stir up more uh anxiety or fear within people and she opened up the class for discussion and they are black children in that class. And guess what happened? They had, she had to end the class early because it got heated. This is what's happening. These conversations need to be had and we need to have them. And if you're not going to have a, you know, if you are choosing to put your head in the sand and do nothing, to not even try to participate in the discussion or even not even try to learn about what is happening right now. You are, by default, picking a side either way. You are on a side either way, even if you like it or not. And, you know, sure, if you don't believe there is any sides... I think if you just ask yourself, do you believe in the actions and the beliefs of what has just occurred here or in the Black Lives Matter movement or anywhere, you can understand where you stand. If you believe that there needs to be peace, then find a way to promote peace. But do your research, right? What is peace? It's not just peace for you. It is peace. Are you asking for peace for everybody? And if you want peace for everybody, you have to listen to everybody to understand that. So if you're just like, I want peace, I want to keep the peace, then keep the peace by doing your research about what is happening in our country. Because sure, if you want to keep the peace for yourself, that's that's where that term, what, ignorance is bliss? Right. You want to be blissfully ignorant. It's fake. I think ignorance is fake. I think, sure, if you want to hang out in Hawaii, and just turn off the news, sit on the beach, chill out, work on your business, whatever, and think politics does not affect you. I think you're going to come, you're going to have a rude awakening when things affect your child's life, when things affect your life that you weren't expecting.
Yeah. You know how it was, it was right now it was hard reading my own mission statement, inspire and promote positive change. Because I mean, I think people can take what I'm saying right now is not a positive change, but I think it's positive. I think we need to struggle. I think we need, we are in obstacles right now. 2021 is going to be a lot more of them. And we have to figure out how to handle ourselves and how to come to life every day with integrity and strength. If we don't do that, our country will fall apart because guess what? Democracy, our democracy is fragile. All it took was one man. And sure, a lot of people would be like, oh, I can't wait till we can stop blaming Trump, right? But one man to empower a group of people in a position of power. People do not understand. Sure, you can't blame this all on one person. Trump wasn't specifically at that. How can you blame him for this? Because guess what they were flagging? They were flying Trump flags. They He united them. Leadership matters. And if our leadership is irresponsible and toys with our trust, there is always backlash. So we need more leadership that has integrity, that is transparent, that is straightforward, that tells us the truth. So that we can restore faith in democracy. You know, there are senators right now who tried to overturn a democratic election in our, our system by challenging electoral votes. As a Democrat, sure, electoral college sucks, right? You know, Democrats would win a lot. I think if, if the electoral college was um, no more. Because, you know, the majority of people are becoming more and more Democrat. You know, cities, urban versus rural. When you're forced to see divorce, diversity, you end up changing. You end up seeing another side of life that you're not used to. If you're not forced to see new things or challenge your perspective, you grow up believing in a perspective that will rule you. Me personally, I was raised in a conservative family. Sure, my mom was someone who did not like politics, didn't trust the government. So she was silent. But my dad was very outspoken. Outspoken Republican, Rush Limbaugh, that whole deal. I was raised with those beliefs of re the Republican Party. Yet I am a black person. And so I had to deal with racism. I had to deal with all these things that I thought did not exist because I was taught of colorblindness. Color doesn't matter. Character, character matters. Yet it did matter. And I had to challenge my own beliefs based on experience 
based on learning about other people's belief systems by going out into the world and understanding and being open to learning new things. And of course, I believe in what I get, I think more moderate Republicans believe is hard work ethic, you know, working hard to get what you want, that kind of thing. No free handouts. Yet, at the same time, we have ignored a history of black people, indigenous people that they they are starting some some of these groups are starting way before the even the start. It's ignorant to think otherwise. So we have to look at what is actually fair and equal in our society. So we need change now. We need radical change. We need change in law enforcement. Because after what I just saw yesterday, it seemed like the law enforcement was on their team. We need more fair law enforcement. It's ridiculous. It's disgusting how a group of people can get away with these acts and just walk away. You know, I don't want violence on them. I don't want anything on them. But I want them to treat other protesters, black people and BIPOC people the same way. You know, I want if there was a Black Lives Matter protest that was peaceful, I don't want them to get tear gas. I don't want to get them beat up. You know, these guys come in, and they are clearly violent, yet they don't get the nearly the same treatment. I don't understand. I guess I do understand that we live in a society that does not value diversity as much as we had hoped. Our system does not value it. And so thus we need to change it. And how do we change it? By going out and doing the work. By literally changing laws. You know, I'm going to butcher this quote, but Martin Luther King, he said, a law can't stop a man from hating me, but it can't stop a man from lynching me. I don't know if that's the right way he said it, but it's true. A law can protect us. It can give Credibility can't change your hearts and minds of the people, but it can protect people who have not been protected by our current law enforcement. You know, I also have people who are more extreme on my Facebook page, both on the left and the right. Let me tell you, the two extreme camps on the right... One is just blaming everything on Antifa, right? Antifa did it. And then our patriotic comrades just took a tour of the White House. Like, that's, oh man, that's so bullshit, right? Um, and then the other one is empowered by what just happened. They're like, yes, we are fighting back. We are taking hold of our government. We will continue to do this. You cannot stop us. We are the storm. 
right? That's the other side. That's the other perspective. Now, have yeah, and so I just I'm just hearing a lot of talk about giving like either people just copping out. I don't want to deal with this. It's too much for me to deal with. Or they're kind of appeasing it, trying to compare it to other events in history. Like when the Black Panthers went to, I had a buddy of mine show a bunch of pictures of when the Black Panthers entered the uh, capital of uh, California and California and Sacramento to protest gun gun legislation. And there is no comparison. I am sorry. I mean, you can compare anything like he aptly pointed out. But there's no similarities. I'm sorry. There's there's nothing similar to this. It is time for us to make positive change in our world. It is time for us to go out and start doing things that matter. Find out what you love, what you do. This is where personal development comes in. This is where the arts come in. This is where business comes in. If you're into entrepreneurship, use that energy to create something that is amazing, that can impact the world. If you're in personal development, understand what your passion is, what you love to do, and figure out how to bring that to the table to help the world create positive change. If you're into the arts, create art. Even if it's unrelated art, figure out how to use that art as a way to create positive change. It is time. There's no waiting anymore. Like... Those images, I can't get out of my brain about how that has just happened, not because of it happening, but the fact of how the law enforcement chose to act. Selfies being taken by law enforcement and these people. It's a disgrace. You know, and I don't think, I think this idea of a meritocracy, America is the greatest, whatever, clearly is wrong. People have been saying America's better than this. But are we? I think for us, I think we were founded on principles that we weren't even realized, we we didn't even realize ourselves. I was listening to a writer I like to listen to named Ryan Holiday. He was talking about how the Stoics, because he's all about Stoicism, about how the Stoics wrote about these ideologies about how to rule life or how to, like, principles to live by. But if you look at their lives, a lot of times that's not how they lived. 
their writings and their actual life were hypocrisy. It was almost like their writings were ideals to strive for. And Thomas Jefferson is a good example. One of our founding fathers and most of our founding fathers, right? Believed and wrote about this principle of freedom for all, yet they were slaves. There were slaves there and women couldn't vote. And these people could, you know, they, they had these ideals that we would write about with the hope that we would live up to those ideals. Our country was founded on the idea of freedom, this principle of freedom for everybody. It did not start that way. I believe that these, they wrote principles that we could live up to. It gave us freedom to live up to those ideals that they cherish so dearly. Yet we have failed to live up to those ideals until now. We have a chance to change. We have a chance to create environmental change which is rooted in capitalism, which is rooted in the destruction, which is all rooted in politics. Because guess what? Things do not change unless our government decides to change, unless businesses start changing, unless we start changing. It is time to speak up in whatever way you find fit. It is not a time to bury your head in the sand and decide it looks pretty down there. It is time. It is time to change. It is time. Whatever that means. But what we're doing now is just not working. It's just not working. And we need to figure out a way that does work. All right, everybody. Well, I know that was a little bit gloom and you know, we all have our day-to-day -day lives, right? So we need to get back to those. I, I felt like I needed to come here and talk about the events that occurred yesterday because it really, really highlighted what our society has become. And if you're still trying to run away from the problem, that's no way to fix the problem. All right, this has been Speak for Change podcast. I am your host, Thomas Sage Pedersen. Have a good day, you guys.